to About a Book, the podcast that tells you the real story behind the world's most iconic books. Hello! Ooh, it's been a while, huh? Wait a minute! Who are you? Hello, this is Future Editing Jade speaking. I'm just finished editing this episode. I was sitting back, giving it one last listen through, when I realised, somehow, I deleted half of the introduction. So, yeah, getting off to a great start. So, this is me just giving you a bit of an introduction to the episode, since I lost the other one. Gonna feel a bit disjointed, but hey-ho, gotta get this episode up. So, where have I been? Well, I've been busy being a girl boss. You see, I have two jobs. I am a folklore storyteller in the National Leprechaun Museum. Um, So I tell people stories from Irish folklore and mythology. It's amazing. Best job ever. Doesn't feel like work. And I learn so much every day. I also am doing an internship with the National Maritime Museum. It was, um, it's a museum, obviously all about maritime history. Not something I have much experience or knowledge in. But it has been a great experience and it was organised for me through my college. So I'm so grateful for that. So I have been a busy chick. In this episode, I also answer some questions from some family, friends and fellow podcasters. So stick around for that too. And yeah, back to the original episode. Talk to you later. I got this internship arranged for me through my college so I'm really thankful for that and it's actually a really cool place. They have artifacts from the Titanic, they have all of this um, artifacts from different voyages throughout time, they have this diving suit from like hundreds of years ago which is like looks really creepy horror movie type stuff and everyone who works there is just so passionate and I was hired for this internship because me and another intern, we are revamping a existing exhibit. So there was a man named Robert Halpin. He's an Irish guy. And he basically laid the first transatlantic telegraph cable from Ireland to Newfoundland in Canada. And this cable actually modernised the way people around the world communicated forever because it made communication all over the world so much quicker and it led to things like emails and text messages and all that when the internet came along. But so many people had tried to lay this cable before this Irish man and then finally he was able to do it. So we're making a whole exhibit about why he's so important, why his ship was so cool because it was the largest ship in the world at the time. So we're making a whole narrative for the story We're planning on making a short voiceover documentary type of thing just to play on loop in the museum to hear more about the story. And then we're also planning to do a little touchscreen game with true or false questions about Captain Halpin for kids. So it is a lot of work because I'm also doing some of the social media for the museum. So between those two things, I've just been so busy and podcasting well, my own podcast about a book has been pushed a bit to the side. But I haven't been completely gone. If you've been keeping up to date on my Instagram at aboutabook.podcast, you will know that I have been collabing a lot with the Barely Bookish podcast. We did a series of episodes on the Iliad and on the Odyssey, and we're going to be doing the Innate as well. So all of 
the big Greek texts and I would love to cover them on my podcast eventually. So you'll definitely be seeing her on mine in the near future, hopefully. I also did a collab with Tegan from the Bookstorian podcast all about Picnic at Hanging Rock, which is a very classic and well-known Australian book. So that is amazing. That will be the next episode that's coming out on this podcast. So I'm really excited for that. Make sure you stay tuned. So I've still been recording. I've still been podcasting. Still love it just as much as ever. Just haven't really been making the time for my own because when I'm not working, I'm trying to make time for self-care and to see people and to just relax. So it's been a lot. I have been reading a lot though. So I obviously read Picnic at Hanging Rock for my collab with Tegan. And then I've been reading a lot of Irish mythology and a lot of folklore so that I can really gain more knowledge for my job. I've also been reading The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo and I'm sure you know what that is. It's been getting a lot of hype on the internet and it's just as good as it sounds. Like the hype has been worth it. I definitely recommend you check it out. And I'm not even done reading it yet. That's how happy I am with it. I'm willing to recommend it and I haven't even finished it. So now that I've caught you up on what I've been doing, it's time to answer some questions. So the first question is from my good friend, Jamie Dodged. He does TikToks and tattooing and TikToks about tattooing. You know, I'm sure you follow him because he's having a lot of success over there, but check him out if you haven't already. And as well as TikToks, you can find him on his own podcast, Too Drunk To Be Sober, which he does with our other friend, Gareth. And they talk about controversial topics It's a new podcast, so give it some support, give it some love, give it a listen. But Jamie asks, what is something you wish you knew before starting a podcast? Well, it actually wasn't as much of a learning curve as I thought it would be because I had some experience doing community radio and I did some radio in college. So the only part that I really had to learn was the editing and that takes a lot of time but the one thing that I wish I had known before I started podcasting was how much organization is involved. I'm a very unorganized person and guys people that have weekly podcasts like honestly if you listen to a weekly podcast and you love it please consider supporting them on Patreon or just leaving a review or anything like that because it's a lot of work You have to find times to record, times to edit, you have to make social media posts, you have to schedule guests and there isn't really any money in podcasting unless you're really, really successful. So it's a lot of work. So like big props to anybody who manages to keep on a good schedule. I honestly applaud you. Please teach me your ways. I need to reach out to more podcasters and ask how they actually stay organized because I can't even, because my podcast is about books and I'm kind of a slow reader, my podcast can't be as regular. And then if I read a book and I don't like it, I don't want to talk about it. Or maybe I've read the book, but now I'm entertained by something else. So my topics and ideas kind of change. So I really wish I knew how organized you need to be. And now I wish I could be more organized and I'm trying to figure out how to do that (laughs) to hopefully make this podcast a bit more regular. 
But, you know, as they say, it's quality over quantity. I feel like whatever podcasts I do put out, I'm really passionate about that subject and I always love working on it. So I hope that comes across when you listen to it. The next question is from my bestie, Sarah. And Sarah, she actually started YouTube recently. Her channel is Sarah's Fave Photos and she vlogs. And I'm actually in one of her vlogs, so I'm kind of famous now. But anyway, if you want to support a small YouTuber go on, take a look at Sarah's fave photos. But Sarah asks me, can you talk about your favorite creation myth? And then she did the eggplant emoji, which I appreciate. So I'm sure if you listened to the podcast before, you know that I love mythology and creation myths in particular are pretty chaotic. I mean, chaos is actually a big part of many different creation myths. It's funny that a lot of creation myths all over the world actually have similarities. A lot of them start off at water or then something happens to the water or it starts off with like gods fighting or gods having sex or something like that. But my favourite creation myth is probably the Norse one. So imagine an endless abyss of just nothing. Then imagine on one side of this abyss there is just fire, a whole landscape of fire And then way, way, way on the other side, there is a big landscape of the complete opposite, ice. Now imagine these two sides coming together. The heat starts to melt the ice and then out of the ice comes a god. And then this god, he's probably wrecked tired from being created, so... He takes a nap. I mean, he's literally done nothing but be born. Um, But anyway, he's tired for some reason. He falls into a deep slumber. And because of all the fire, he starts sweating. Buckets and buckets. And as the sweat is pouring under his armpit, two more gods are formed. And then somehow another god comes out of his leg. So there's just a lot of gods running around now. And then out of the ice somehow comes a cow and then the cow starts licking the ice for water because it's really hot because of the heat. And then she's licking the ice and then out comes another guy and it's just all these gods and then they just keep repopulating and then there's this big tree and then they carve the story of like man's life into the tree and then yeah there's just a lot. I'm explaining it very badly but it's chaotic and I love it and it's quite interesting. There's also a Polynesian story of this big shell with this god in it. He comes out and he's like, what the hell? Nobody's here. No one's above me. No one's below me. I'm really lonely. So he creates more beings or something like that. And then the Navajo creation story is also really cool. So there is just one island with one tree and then all around it is water and there's different creatures protecting these waters and then there's clouds and the clouds mix together and they make some type of human form and then these coyotes come and it's just a big crazy story. It's very interesting. I recommend you check it out because I can't really tell it properly. I don't got all the details on me right now and I don't want to tell it wrong, but I promise you it's good. And then the next question comes from my podcasting friend, Anvik, and Anvik has a podcast called The Great Human Chronicle and it's a great podcast. You should check it out. I especially recommend the Zelda Fitzgerald episode because I love Zelda Fitzgerald. I made an episode on 
well, about her and Scott Fitzgerald because she's fantastic. So I recommend you check out that episode if you enjoyed mine. But Anvik asked me, what book did I not enjoy, but I would enjoy seeing as a movie? So over lockdown, me and my boyfriend decided to do a little book club because we obviously couldn't see each other. So we decided to read Brave New World because it sounded awesome. And it was an awesome concept, but the writing in the book was so boring. He didn't even manage to finish it. I was determined to finish it, so I listened to it on audiobook on like 500 times speed, and it was just terrible. But the whole concept is very cool. It's kind of like 1984, this dystopia where babies are made on basically a conveyor belt, like this big huge lab and there's like all these different societal rules. I can't remember too much of it now because as I said, I was kind of in one ear, out the other. Didn't enjoy it, but a lot of people love that book. There is a movie, haven't been motivated to check it out, but I think if they made a remake of it, it would be awesome because the concepts in the film, the concepts in the book were awesome. This is also a very controversial take. Oh, I can't believe I'm even saying it on the podcast. But there is a book that I have tried to read several times and I just can't get through it. There is a movie that exists. I haven't watched it. It just hasn't really been on my mind to watch it, but I'll get around to it because I can't seem to finish the book. And that book is to kill a mockingbird. I know, oh, I feel terrible. It's a lot of people's favourite books. Victoria Beckham named her daughter because she loves the book so much. She named her daughter after the author. I don't know how much Victoria Beckham reads, but like this is a lot of people's favourite books of all time. A lot of people name their dogs and their pets after Boo Radley, but I just can't get through it. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know. But... I'm sure the movie is great and I think I prefer the story in a movie format so maybe eventually I'll get around to watching it because I really want to cover it on the podcast. I just can't seem to get through the story. I think it's because maybe I know what happens at the end so I don't really have that drive or motivation to get through it. I don't know. And since I'm confessing my unpopular opinions, there's another book which I read but I really didn't enjoy it. I tried to watch the movie, I tried to watch the television series, and that is Pride and Prejudice. (laughs) Oh, I know, I can hear people gasping right now that I don't enjoy Pride and Prejudice. I love the idea of the books, you know, this very formal society, two people that hate each other, that grow to love each other, and I appreciate that for the time it was really kind of groundbreaking, the humour in it and that type of thing. But reading it was just so boring. And then the TV series, I love Colin Firth. Couldn't get through it. Keira Knightley, she's great. Couldn't get through the movie. So, I don't know. But that's another book and movie that I tried and I didn't like either of them. But me and Anvik are actually planning a collab. So also stay tuned for that one. The next question is from Tegan at the Bookstorian podcast and she asked me how I got my love for reading. So I've always loved reading. I remember when I was really small I would always ask Santa for books, especially annuals and encyclopedias and the Guinness World Records and that type of thing. 
and I loved reading Raw Dahl books as well and Raw Dahl is somebody I'm going to be covering on my podcast in the future. I'm being very hesitant to give away time frames because <laughs> you know what I'm like but I would love to have Raw Dahl feature on the podcast soon. I mean not him, I would love to have him but he's dead so I'll be talking about his book soon hopefully. But yeah, as a kid I loved Raw Dahl's books, particularly the twits and Jacqueline Wilson Oh my gosh, Jacqueline Wilson's books were traumatizing, but they were so great. Then, you know, in school, particularly in secondary school, I got a bit sidetracked with the studying and just, you know, my wild social life as a young teenager that I kind of fell out of reading. And then just before college, I kind of rediscovered reading for pleasure instead of just reading for exams. And now I'm back in the reading zone. I definitely get distracted and I suddenly get very sleepy when I try to read physical books. So I mostly listen to audiobooks. Love it, love it, love it. And me and Tegan were talking about this the other day, but I also really love Horrible Histories and Horrible Histories was definitely what got me into my love for history. I always loved the weird gross facts about the Romans and you know all the gory facts about Henry VIII and killing off all his wives and that type of thing so um, (laughs) yeah reading got me into my love for history and then my love for history I guess because I loved encyclopedias and all that type of thing that got me into reading so yeah I've always loved those two subjects and as I said me and Tegan have done a collab on Picnic at Hanging Rock that'll be my next episode let's say so you better listen. The final two questions are from my granddad. I text him during the week and I told him that the people want to hear from him. His episode, the fairy folklore episode, was a big success. So I asked him to send me on some questions to answer in this episode. So hi granddad. And he really hit me with uh, some tough questions. And you know, I asked him for some questions. So I was expecting what's your favorite book? What's your favorite food? Blah, blah, blah. But he asks me, what is the single most important thing in life? So I've only had a few days to reflect on this question, but I think that the single most important thing in life is yourself. Because, you know, life has ups and downs. People come into your life, people leave your life. But the only constant in life is yourself. So you really need to be your own best friend. You need to support yourself. You need to look after yourself. You need to care for yourself. You need to do what's best for you. I mean, not too much at the expense of others because that isn't good either. But you need to be your own best friend or else you're just going to make life harder for yourself. So yeah, I would think the single most important thing in life is being your own best friend. Because you're the only one that you can count on. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I just mean that how you see yourself reflects how you see the rest of your life. The next question he asked me was, what is the meaning of life? Why are we all here? (laughs) Oh, he's funny. Who knows? Who knows why we're here? But There's how many? 7 billion people on the earth? I don't even know anymore. But I think it's unlikely that every person on earth has the same purpose or has the same meaning to their life because, I don't know, that just doesn't make as much sense to me. 
I think that everybody has a different purpose in their life and I think that you get to decide what your purpose is. Some people feel a really clear calling, maybe just something they love to do or maybe they feel like it's a calling from God. Other people, they just drift through life and they realise what's important to them. I think that you can decide for yourself what's the most important for you and then decide to live your life by that. So some people think that the meaning of life is love, so they go their whole life just trying to love everybody and be the best person possible. Some people think the meaning of life is to spread their religion. Some people think the meaning of life is to help others. I am only 22, well, 23 by the time this episode comes out. I'm not sure what my purpose is, but I also think that your purpose doesn't need to be the same for your whole life. At the moment, my purpose might be spreading Irish folklore and culture, you know, because that's what my job is. Or my purpose might be to be a good sister or a good friend. And then maybe as I go through life, my purpose might be to be a good mother. Oh, I hate kids, but you know, (laughs) be a good mother or be a good whatever. So it can change throughout your life. I don't think everybody has a purpose from the moment they're born that they have to carry out until they die. Honestly, the next time my granddad comes on this podcast, I'm going to be hitting him with the hard questions as well. But I think that was a nice reflective answer. I think that was a good answer to end up on, on this episode where I'm talking about where I am in life and my birthday and all that type of things. But thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sticking around, even though my episodes have been a bit irregular. I hope that you enjoyed them. I took a bit of a break from the books this week. I was just really talking about myself, my favourite topic to talk about. So I hope you learned a little bit more about me and that it gives you maybe some context for future episodes or maybe helps you understand me a little bit more. I don't know. (laughs) But if you made it to the end, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much to everybody who sent in questions and Granddad, next time I see you, be prepared for some interrogations because I'm going to be hitting you with the hard questions too. But anyway, thanks so much, guys. And hopefully you'll hear from me soon. Bye.